0: Honey, today we have a friend of yours from work. Who who's on the show?
1: We've got Nefertiti coming in hot, huh? and now she's a friend of yours.
0: Great friend, I love talking to her, and I'm so glad you work with so many talented people with so many interesting interests. Uh, it was a great convo.
1: Well, so let's cut to the chase. All right.
0: Sounds good who
1: cares about ross and patrick
0: i don't care yeah like who cares they obviously care about themselves but who else do they care about
1: i don't know i'm not so sure
0: maybe we'll have a guest or two
1: the world's going up in flames so like who cares who cares we care gross (laughs) (laughs) oh ladies and gents Please welcome to the stage, Nefertiti.
0: Yay, hi. Hey, Nefertiti, how are you? Put your dollars down and your hands up, okay? <laughs> yes, I'm good. Please.
1: Please. Cash app and Venmo. <laughs> Please, I beg of you.
0: <laughs> I just realized we didn't do any sort of formal uh, mic checks. Does anybody need less or more of me or anything like that?
1: I need more of you all the time. Oh, oh yeah. Well,
0: you got a lot of me. We just had a nice I man. actually
1: don't. That was just me <laughs> being nice. <laughs>
0: Well, oh, no. truth be told, we just did come from a brunch where I think you said the opposite. You said, I do need more of you. I did.
1: Aww. I did. I need more of you in general. But today, maybe we're at a cap.
0: Yeah, we've <laughs> you know? reached. We've fulfilled a quota. You Never probably TV, feel you the ready same. For this? Are you ready for this? I am. To- I
2: love it. I literally okay. love you guys. You don't even know.
0: Oh, Aww, no.
2: See, see how I'm like...
0: <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. I'm so. I think we only met once at a RuPaul's Drag Race party. Yes. Uh, in stuy yes, yes.
1: At Michael Ray Solis's former guest's house. Yeah. I wish Correct. I could
0: quote the episode number he was on, but like episode like 15. It was 16, early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, was on. It was
1: early on, and that feels like the right place to meet you. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, a RuPaul's Drag Race. Party. I would agree. Yeah, one my
2: right. F- one of my favorite things.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why don't you two catch us up on how <laughs> everybody knows each other?
1: I was like, oh, you mean how we feel about RuPaul? Yeah, no, know, really? no, <laughs> no. We
0: can't dive in there yet. We gotta, okay, we okay, gotta okay, figure okay, out right. who who we are here.
1: Okay. Um. Well, Neff and I know each other from the fabulous world of e-com styling. <laughs> mm. Uh, how where? How long ago did we meet? Maybe like seven, six. I would say eight? like. Two thousand
2: fourteen is when I started at that place. Oh, okay. So, yeah.
1: Okay. I mean it just feels like when so long that? ago, yeah. you know?
2: It's oh, yeah, like, really like
1: five years. Um and we were working together on set, and I I mean I don't know, it was like one of those things where like you said like one key word or phrase where I was like, Oh, okay. Like <laughs> we get each other. We're yes. on the same page. <laughs> and then yeah, you know, just pop culture lovers.
0: Ever since. Yeah. What are these photo shoots? I don't think people really understand (laughs) what goes on into a uh, Mm. like a when you're picking out your L.L. Bean looks for spring uh, (laughs) or your Target looks like what what, you see a model wearing clothes. uh, How much work goes into these sorts of images?
2: Oh, well, what would (laughs) be work, especially I think Target there's work that goes into Target, but that, some accounts are more fun than others, I mm-hmm. think. And some you have to make fun in order for yes. it to work because if it weren't fun, you wouldn't go. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Because like people don't understand, like when you open a catalog, you're seeing probably dozens and dozens of like <laughs> sample pictures. You see somebody wearing different items of clothes, but that's dozens out of hundreds and thousands of images that get photographed. Yeah. And there are yeah. people... Like the two of you who mm-hmm. are behind the scenes making those clothes look perfect on the model or perfect on the display. Quote, unquote. Uh, <laughs> there's photographers you're working with. There's Photoshop artists, hair and makeup. Hair and makeup. There's like an army of people to make this like like Oxford shirt. This just one, really sing. This on This one screen.
1: like twenty dollar Cole's special sing. Yeah. Yes.
3: Oh, Cole's. <laughs>
0: but you're like amazing artists and personalities and really cool people and you two clicked on set several years ago yes and here we are today here we are today
1: today. um but we found that we have that was just like the the place where we met but obviously the things that were more exciting and uh, that make the day pass when you're just like Oh, this fucking Oxford shirt. Oh, this like big and yeah. tall sweater that I have to like cut up the back because it's actually not a big and tall
3: sweater. <laughs> exactly.
0: it's oh, large. so you you'll like you'll dissect a clothing i don't you
1: were on a couple of those with me right yes. Where i just had to cut the back of the shirts all day long yes yeah
0: that's crazy They've it's just so worn... wasteful it was a
1: big and tall <laughs> shoot and they use the same big and tall guy every single photo shoot and they do not send the right size right. for him
0: but do they like it because the sleeve fits more snug? no they're we just know. fucking dumb it's
2: somebody mm. who it's an intern are are or somebody in who does not care nah. no because about... we didn't say who it was
0: oh, okay. yeah we didn't say was who it dxl, was? dxl? Do you know that store? I do know that store. Destination
1: XL, baby. They've always been very nice to me. I've had to pull stuff from them for commercials before. (laughs) They do studio services, just in case that ever comes up for you.
0: (laughs) So yeah, so you're working side by side on these sets. You're both doing the same job, stylists, both of you. Sometimes, sometimes I'm assisting
2: Ross. Okay. Usually, that's what happens. That's how we. That's how
1: we've worked together. Okay, gotcha. then she, she is off I own, own
2: clients Yes
0: nice. She's doing Congratulations. her own thing Thank also. you That's great So what I From what I understand Sometimes these sets Turn into full on Comedy riff sessions
1: <laughs> And other times
0: <laughs> And other times It's therapy sessions yes. yes Which category Do you two fall into? All of
2: uh, the above Yeah right? I feel like It's a long day mm-hmm. <laughs> I know Day. Yeah. Sometimes breakfast is full on therapy and then you can laugh about it later. Sometimes breakfast is nothing. And that like yeah. it depends on where you are and who's there really. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's like what is the mood coming into the day? And who are the other players? <laughs> right. Exactly. Also. You know, obviously, um once Nefertiti met our friend of the show, Jason Rogers. Yes. Oh yes, yes. I
0: love him. Episode the- uh thirty two. <laughs>
1: The three of us really really popped off.
0: I could see that being yeah. quite a tornado of personality. Like really
1: getting into, like doing full like recaps of things and having very strong opinions. Yeah. You
0: I mean, Nefertiti, you're my first, imp- well, second impression of you, since this is the second time we've met in person, I assume you're a uh, pop culture music person. You show up here in the California love tour oh my God. Selena it's fake. and Tupac, Oh, it is fake, it is a spoof. Okay. <laughs>
2: I was gonna say this is why that's why it's my favorite shirt because it freaks everybody out yeah. every single time, and it's the concert. I feel like I would be front row. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Everyone's always like, "Would that really happen?" I'm like, "They have the same fan base. Like, yeah. it would be the
0: best tour ever." Yeah, well, we yeah, have to yeah. paint a picture here. It's it's. I uh, love <laughs> when you looked in in this
1: t-shirt. I was like, of course. <laughs>
0: beautiful portraits of Tupac and Selena. Uh, what is Selena's last name? What she was just Selena, right?
2: Quintiera. No, Quintanilla.
0: What's the Selena difference between Quentinina. Selena and Avita? What's Evita? Evita's a play. <laughs> is Evita a play? I mean, about sometimes she's
2: Argentinian. Selena is Mexican-American. Okay. And
0: Evita's
1: about, like, a former, like, What's wife like, But Selena was
2: assassinated by,
0: like, a fan or yeah. something. Her manager.
2: No, right? it was, like, the like number one fan of her fan club she ran her fan club
1: oh she but she was working for her
0: she did work for her
2: when selena was starting the clothing line she hired yolanda to like help her yeah
0: so it was like a uh fatal awful fatal attraction situation yes
2: she was in love with her she would like buy selena present like she was around all the time and then she won't till this day she still won't even say what she did it's awful. Yeah, she she's in prison for life, right? Well, I I don't know. I shouldn't say I shouldn't say that. I know that. I feel like they interviewed her recently. Something came out recently because, of, like the twentieth anniversary of the death was
0: like a couple years ago.
2: Oh. So yeah,
0: okay. Anyway, it's an amazing yeah. shirt. It's got a uh, collage of Tupac and Selena <laughs> with a bed of roses, and it the California Love Tour, February nineteen ninety five. And I thought it was real. I'm a comedian who doesn't get jokes.
1: (laughs) I also... I know how important Selena is to you. I wrote it down as a hot topic. I wrote down down some hot topics and I just wrote Selena (laughs) question mark.
0: What are your other topics on there?
1: Hello Kitty. I
2: love
0: Hello Kitty. Oh, cute. My sister loves Hello Kitty.
1: Really? And Ever Kitty really is a fan of things in a way that I truly respect. But I don't always know... Like, the root of them.
2: Hello Kitty is, like, I've loved her since I was a little girl. I think my first, one of my, like, first coin purses was the moon, the little moon twins. I don't really remember. The twins, stars, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. You know them when you see them. Yeah. But then after that, I got a Hello Kitty little purse Uh for, like, church or special occasions. Oh, my God. I'm
1: just picturing, like, little (laughs) you with a Hello Kitty purse going to church.
0: (laughs) like she's like got a little makeup compact in yes, there exactly. so like what do you care yeah what does a so you little do girl even have in that purse
2: fake, pa- yes, fake makeup yes crayons pack of cigarettes <laughs> fake cigarettes oh my god I loved those things <laughs> bubble gum cigarettes yes yeah and the sugar dust like comes yes. off and you're like, Whoosh. it was so good because it looked like you really were smoking it did. It that, did.
0: that was the that was the good, good old days back yeah. when you could take a oh. uh, very dangerous substance and make a candy out of yes. it Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: And just live your best life.
0: I thought I was.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, and did you grow up in New York? Where are, you, where are you from?
2: No, I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts. Oh. Um, I grew up in the South End and then we moved to Roxbury when I was young, about like eight years old, and then moved to California when I was like 11 wow. and then moved back oh. when I was like 17.
1: Oh, I did not know the California stint. No, I have
2: a little bit. It's a little bit. Yeah. But it's like the valley, the inland empire. Oh, okay. So
0: you were you've you've experienced being like the new girl quite a bit.
2: Yes. And I actually I was talking to my sister about this because we actually had a flip flop where I was a city kid and then a suburban teen mm. and then back to a city teen. Mm-hmm. And my sister was a suburban kid, city kid. Gotcha you know so she's like we have kind of different experiences with certain things which is kind of fun but yeah I got to experience both I didn't like the suburbs I still don't like the suburbs yeah Yeah. what is her
0: what is your sister's name her name's Nafisha Nafisha is Nafisha older no
2: but everyone thinks she is oh okay (laughs) We'll kind of, Shade. No, she's responsible, that's why. Uh,
0: but there must be a significant age gap if you had those different experiences. Yes,
2: she is six years younger
0: than me. Okay.
1: Oh, I didn't know we both had the six-year age
2: gap. Yes.
1: I find that that... Do you find that that is, like, lends itself to being closer to your sibling?
2: Yes, because you have your own childhood. You don't... Like, the yeah. things, the toys that I was playing with, I had time to be me without yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. And... I definitely gave her hell when we were growing up for that because I was like, "You, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> like, totally. This time is for me." Yeah, but I
2: think that when you're, when you grow up further apart, it or you have your own little years with your parents or with everybody else, it kind of works out. Plus, I had a different thing anyway. I was like the only girl grandchild on my coast, mm. and. Yeah, so was, and from, like, one of the only male children. So it was, like, the golden child. And I yeah, loved it. Like, yeah. I, I literally bathed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. My <laughs> sister will tell you. She'll be like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I enjoyed it. I think it's way more enjoyable when you have that time to yourself and you have time to bond with your parents on your own. And then it... Kind of gets better as you get older because then you can kind of show them what not to do. Yeah, which is why I think she's the responsible
0: one. <laughs> that's interesting because yeah, you are certainly like the queen of the household <laughs> as the big sister.
3: <laughs> Takes a queen to know a queen. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, maybe that's how you two connected so perfectly. Yeah,
3: I
1: didn't know that we had some of those things in common. I'm also, I was the oldest grandchild mm. on my dad's side of the family and was the only grandchild for you know six years that my brother yeah. came along so I was still the only granddaughter for a long time and I also too was like reaping the benefits right. oh, of that oh
2: the benefits <laughs> I mean so many good dresses
1: I can't even tell you
2: <laughs> all the clothes are mine first like yes. <laughs> I had like it was me and then my cousin Nicolassa, then my cousin Jessica then my cousin Tanisha and then my sister so Oh, your I poor had, sister! I had everything first, which was kind of fun in a way because it's like I had that dress a long
3: time,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. and now this new dress will be yours too. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, the six-year gap—that kind of sounds like the perfect timing for a site, like a fashion cycle, to come back. Maybe. Potentially,
1: it's a little close, but yeah. Um and did your does your sister your sister doesn't live here in New York no, too. No,
2: right? she still lives in Boston, but she I think she, Boston is growing on her. She didn't like it before. and yeah. wanted to move back to California, but I think Boston's kind of, you know, she's kind of settled in there, wants to buy a house, that type oh, okay. of thing. okay.
0: Yeah. And the names Nefertiti and Nefisha sound very culturally rich. Uh, they are. What's what's the story with uh, You did that very
2: well. Uh, yes, yeah. I'm proud of you. Um <laughs> So my father was a Black Panther. My mom I mean, it was the seventies, you yeah. know. I'm I'm Your a seventies. Your dad kid. is a Black Panther, I didn't know. Yeah, that. it was a Boston chapter. It's not like Oakland or anything. But still, yeah, but that sounds I
0: mean, so cool. And if
2: there was a city that needed it. I mean it yeah. was Boston. I <laughs> yeah. agreed. They still need it. They should
0: have an office in the mayor's <laughs> office. I mean
2: okay. yes. Agreed. Um yes, yeah, so they were very like Black Power, you know, Black is beautiful, that was their thing. My father named me, but he says it's after Miles Davis. He was a trumpet player, my mm-hmm. dad. And um Miles Davis was his favorite thing ever. And Miles Davis has a record named Nefertiti. Uh-huh. Oh. And there's a song called oh, Nefertiti. Yes, yes, yes. So um, you know it okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just listening, me it's and like- Miles. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, I'm the kind of guy I would have the Miles Davis vinyl like framed on the wall. Never put it on the record <laughs> um, i, I mean, not really. More. I wouldn't.
1: Do it. She likes to keep things in packaging, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just
2: the jazz. When you grow up, and this happens to every kid that has a parent that's a musician or super into something. Like if I had kids, they would hate boy bands and Hello Kitty. And, yeah, yeah. You know, but oh, yes. <laughs> but. Yeah, I can't take jazz. Like Miles Davis is like, if I never have to hear it again, I'm cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but at, at the, the great, same time. No, thank you. <laughs> exactly. But, but you'll respect it. I respect it. Like yeah. I,
2: I see why it's important, but it was played too much.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's so interesting, though. I've never met the daughter of a Black Panther. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're out fuck, there. That's fucking rad. What? How? Like, how? And, how did that sort of manifest itself in like regular like like I don't know, did you go to your high school prom and did you go <laughs> with another black person? Or did you <laughs> like were you allowed to date a white boy? Like or my doesn't care about stuff like that.
2: I feel well, like that's good. the seventies were my parents were very into that and then the eighties came and they were exactly like the Cosby's. Like mm. then it became very I mean, all those ideas and values are still you know there but it's they were very like yuppies in that or buppies in that way where Mm -hmm. it's like okay yes well we can get jobs we're gonna get these jobs you have this education our kids gonna have a great education they're gonna be like the next generation that takes us to the next level Mm -hmm. so I think those types of um you know super I don't know The word for it, but like you learn all those things. Because I went to an all black Catholic school, Mm -hmm. so we, black history was more than just one month, like you learned about things like that all the year long. And we had white teachers, we had all different kinds of cheap tourists. Was that in Massachusetts or California? Yes, in Boston. Yeah. Is, um, oh, my God. St. Francis de Sales.
1: <laughs> I didn't even know Boston had something like that. So I'm... They
2: don't anymore. Well, they do. I guess they have, like, all-black schools and stuff, but they don't really do that type of thing. It was really special in that time. Especially. That's fucking awesome. I loved it. I feel so privileged and grateful that I had that education. Um, it was really eye-opening, too, to see how different other schools were. Like, mm-hmm. I, that was one of my first schools. And then we moved to California, you know, you do show-and-tell, you do current ev- events, and get up in front of the class. And one of my fondest memories is having to actually teach my class at a predominantly white school what apartheid was because mm-hmm. they didn't even <laughs> yeah. know what it was. Yeah. Like, I got up yeah. and I'm talking about Nelson Mandela and everything else, and the teacher's like, they're all just staring at me. And the teacher was like, you're going to have to tell them what it is. They don't know what apartheid is. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. I'm like, don't you watch the Kaiser show? Don't you watch to <laughs> Like, Our father made us sit and watch the news. We couldn't watch any other television until we watched the news. Yeah. So we watched oh. the news and then you could watch whatever else you wanted as long as they approved of the show. But yeah, it really blew my mind. I was like, what do you mean? I was like 12. I was like in sixth grade. I was like, what are you talking about? They don't know what apartheid And then yeah. when I explained it and I would wear like... Crazy teachers about apartheid or whatever, the school. (laughs) (laughs) And I had an afro in like 1988. They were just like, oh, are you like, what alien are you? What planet are you from? And what is apartheid?
0: Yeah, wow. That's I would have really r- liked
2: to have known you then. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So when you you mentioned boy bands, uh, I love boy bands. I, I don't. I don't want to ask how old you are unless you feel. I'm like, 43. I love okay. seeing it. Okay, cool. You're 43. You enjoy.
2: I do. Is that new? No. It's just no one ever asks, and then when I okay. tell them, they like. what?
1: which i so i so like we were working together and before jason knew her well jason kept being like making all these references he was like well you're young like you don't know what i'm talking about like he just kept saying like that and i was like you're like way off dude. Yeah, yeah. like
3: she, i'm older than you yeah, like she's older than you and she literally
1: knows more of the references than you do but he like kept, and then like when he finally figured it out or you told her or whatever he was just like
2: oh yes.
0: <laughs> Well, that's an interesting age because I'm assuming your first boy band was New Kids.
2: Actually, my first boy band was Menudo, and oh. then New Edition because I'm from Boston, so yeah. I remember. Oh them. yes, and they were from my neighborhood. So and
0: they—that's an all-black band, right?
2: Yes, Bobby Brown, yeah. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, and then uh, and then New Kids. But were I New, Kids New Kids and New Edition California. around the same time new kids is afterwards because new edition was maurice Starr's first group and then they kind of you know broke away from him and he was like oh so you don't want to do this anymore i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do it with five white guys and make a lot more money. i didn't oh. even know that that was the background of that so it was a director oh, wow. oh yeah well, it was a template, the same guy yeah,
0: yeah. huh hmm. Uh, t- she
1: <laughs> knows things I, <laughs> like, This is
0: why <laughs> I, I was uh, I'm 38 So I'm five years younger And But when the new kids hit Like I was really into them mm. And I had a new kids poster Which and, one? And uh, my friends made fun of me Because <gasps> that wasn't what We were supposed to be into Yes uh, It was the one <laughs> It was black and white And they were on a stoop I believe Kind of leaned over one. each other In a lot of denim yes. Yeah A lot of stonewashed denim Yeah Uh and them, I, I for uh, like a moment, yeah, I thought they were before so before cool. your
1: toxic friends uh, Ooh, made you feel really
0: like, We like Metallica, dude, and we hate rap. We, we're not listening to New there's Kids room on the for Block. For both. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, of course, I understand. There's room for all that, uh, but yeah. So I'm picturing you <laughs> as a young black girl in Boston, Black Panther dad, <laughs> popping on New Kids on the Block. Yeah,
2: my dad was not in love, so. <laughs> I, before the poster game really started in my house i really only had one new edition poster my cousin came to stay with us and he ended up working i think he was working at a hotel and that's how he met new edition and he knew that i loved them mm-hmm. so he got me the poster and he would buy me records and tell me stories about like meeting them Aww. or whatever and some of my ex- cousins had gone to high school with them and yeah. then I left Boston and really became like a teeny bopper with like people on my wall, like Bobby Brown, Will Smith, those people. And then as soon as I heard new kids and I hadn't even seen them yet, but I heard they were from Boston. I was living in California and I was like, Oh my god, boys from Boston, and they're singing songs. They sound like New edition. I love them. And then I found out they were white and I was like, I just do not care. And, <laughs> <laughs> would bye, like you're like, I
0: don't see color. I don't <laughs>
2: see color. <laughs> Exactly. And they were all over my wall. Yeah, And I can't say my parents didn't have a problem. They thought it was weird, which in retrospect, I understand because my mom is from South in Mm -hmm. like the segregated South. So for her to see me like, oh my God, she was like, she was a little worried. And my dad, I don't think he loved it, but he wasn't going to say to me, like, take that down. Yeah. Or my parents, they weren't those people. They were just like, hmm, we're not going to buy any of this for you. You're going to yeah. have to do this yourself. So I used my lunch money and would buy like Bob and Super Teen. And they <laughs> were all over the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: loved Bop magazine. I <gasps> wish I had pictures of my walls when I was a kid. Because yes. I, I covered every square inch. Because yeah. we had wood paneling in my house. Mm. And I, was, I hated it. I was like <laughs> ashamed of this wood panel. <laughs> I I thought it looked so terrible. Isn't that Uh, so interesting
1: too as a kid that you like already had shame that you were just like, this wood paneling is trash.
0: (laughs) So I covered every inch of it with, yeah, like clippings from like Guitar World magazine, like all these metal bands. And I also the video store would uh, throw posters in the dumpster and we would dumpster dive for movie posters. Uh, Yeah, every it was it was pretty cool. I had like quite a collage going for Probably like 10 years or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had the walls covered too with New Kids on the Block. I actually had a, um, my entire ninth birthday party was <laughs> New Kids on the Block. Literally every <laughs> single item I received from family and friends was New Kids on the Block. New Kids, wow. the
0: board game.
1: No,
2: Legit. New Kids,
0: the bed sheets. Legit. Yes. I have those.
1: Yes. <laughs> I am, and this is some real like 80s mom amazingness that she did. She, uh, I think she bought like another set of sheets and turned them into curtains. Yeah. So on my ninth birthday, I woke up in my new kids-themed bedroom. <laughs> like she snuck in
0: there and put it all on. Uh, she let me and- fall
1: asleep on the couch. Shocker! <laughs> that's where I like to sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> still. <laughs> and then, like, set up my whole bedroom like bed sheets, comforter, curtains. I love it. And then, like, my dad carried me up and, like, put me in bed. Of course I was awake, but I, like, pretend, like, you know, always the actress was like, I'm asleep. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> like woke up in the morning and was like, oh, my God. The drama.
0: The drama. The reveal.
1: And my grandparents got some towels and washcloths, which I'm, like, They were like, their faces were all over it, which is weird. The The creepy
0: part was when you rolled over and Donnie was just staring you in the face. (laughs) Hey, how you doing?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know who my favorite one was, too? Was Jonathan, who, like... My favorite! Oh, my God. God. The one
0: that, like,
1: is not even around. (laughs) Like
0: I love Donnie. married. I love Donnie because that was the one. If there was one who was cool and like tough, it was Donnie. Yeah, he was hanging mm-hmm. tough. But, but now he's <laughs> now he's kind of he's kind of the sad. He's guy. like a
1: conservative, right wing <sighs> nut job who's I married to
0: Jenny was, McCarthy. I didn't know that. I thought he was yes. just a cop on NCIS or whatever no, that is. No,
1: he's like no. totally conservative and married to whack job yeah. Jenny McCarthy.
2: He supported Mark Rubio. Ugh. In the 2016 Shut election, up. and now that's so that's the tea is that now they're going on tour again and they're going to do their cruise oh, again. So sad. And just recently, one of them came out when the Mueller report was like on the news every day. Mm-hmm. One of them came out and was like, See, it was BS, blah, blah, blah. and everybody was like, Whoa, wait a minute. You're actually out here, like, promoting that we don't do this report and that this report isn't important and that the media is like, "Mm, what? And you're in New Kids on the
1: Block on a
0: reunion (laughs) tour. They're doing a cruise style?
2: Well, the cruises now, I mean, as much as corny as we probably think they are, they make so much money. All these groups make so much money. 311 oh, yeah. does a cruise. Yeah, yeah. Bon Jovi does a cruise. Oh, my God. Uh,
0: did you have a moment with 311? Because I had I a long moment with 311. I, I liked 311. I love 311. But
2: they're, they were nice. But, okay, so we're going to delve into my past. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, bitch, we are. I'm going to just,
0: like, take out my CDs and see where our, our connections are.
2: I like them. I've seen them a couple of times because they... Incubus would tour with them and I used to be kind of obsessed with Incubus so and I would go see them and I had a friend. Brandon Boyd? Yes. Hello. I had a a friend who knew them kind of so we could get in for free we could see them and like my friend used to hang out with them so we'd go see them and 311 would be playing so of course you'd stay for 311 I mean like it's great but I don't know I met them once and he was just so corny. I was like, okay, no more of it. <laughs> yeah. I can't take you anymore. <laughs> that happens a lot. Yeah, though. don't meet your heroes. Though. No, I agree.
0: Don't, <laughs>
1: don't. Especially 311. They're <sighs> just gonna let you down.
0: Yeah. So I want to know between like 15 and 18, who was like on your uh, CD player? Who was like heavy rotation?
2: So New Kids, but New Kids died or died out for me around like ninety two. And then I got into what they called alternative music. So I started listening to like the red hot chili peppers. They were huge. They were like my favorite. And you were in California at that time? Which was And as we know,
1: they're from California. They really
0: are. (laughs) Just about six months ago I had a couple days where I was listening to the album Blood Blood Sugar it's Sex so Magic. Good. It's an incredibly good album and it was produced by Rick uh, Rubin. And also didn't um Oh god. I'm like Africa Mombada? <laughs> Did he Oh no. I don't know. No, one of those guy one of these old school you know, African-American guys. Oh, I know uh, George Clinton did yes, the album George before Clinton. that, but That's, I don't know
2: if he did that one too. Gotcha, but yeah. that would make sense. I mean, he would work with them from time to time. Yeah.
0: So I, they have a lot of good music. People shit on them now. but
2: They do, but I feel like they've become that old school. But they've just been around too long. Like with yeah. Motley Crue in the 90s, it was like, well, they were so great in the 80s, but now times have changed, yeah. things have changed, so they're not that cool anymore. Did but you see still that video
0: of Vince Neal trying to sing live recently oh no it's very sad i wouldn't watch it's it not
2: <laughs> i love i love molly crew there were another one that back then i like yeah really loved them
0: yeah dr feelgood that album is so music. good it's so
2: good i do i yeah. really do i like different kinds of things it doesn't have to be one thing for me to like it
1: yeah that's a parent. Yeah. <laughs> You're rolling in in your fake
2: tour <laughs> Selena Tupac t-shirt. Talking about how much I love Molly Crew. Molly Crew and Lucas on the vlog.
0: So <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers.
2: I loved them. Um, I like I liked rap music. I especially liked rap music from that time. I'm trying to. Think. Yeah, what
0: part of California were you in?
2: I was in the Inland Empire, like San Bernardino. Okay, yeah. So. Like the meth capital of the world. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, is it's it? not really good now. Yes, it used to have an Air Force base. It's kind of sad actually. The Inland Empire, they kind of built it all up because all this industry was going to be there. And it was like an offshoot kind of uh, of LA. Like how mm-hmm. like their electric company was supposed to be there. Like all this stuff, mm-hmm. they built it up and then they shut the Air Force base down where a lot of people were working there. Okay. So then, you know, people get poor and they get make yeah. bad decisions. Yeah.
1: I have to make bad And make decisions. cheap drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you escaped that, thank God.
2: Yes. My mom um, and my dad split up. And I had family there. I still have family there. But my mom was like, you know what? I don't know anybody here. I was here mm. with his family. She only had a few friends. Work was kind of scarce. And she was like, I'm just going to go back to Boston. I know people there. I mean, her family wasn't in Boston either, but she knew people there and she knew she could get a job faster. Mm -hmm. So and she had connections. So she called a few people and we just moved back there.
0: Cool. And did you end up in college in Boston or East Coast? I did.
2: I went to Northeastern.
0: Why do you say (laughs) it like that?
2: Well, because I didn't graduate from there. I went to, I wanted to do film instead, but they only had a theater program. They didn't have film. So I joined theater and I was doing like a double major in film. I'm sorry, in theater and in English. And it was okay. It was just not film. And it was theater. Mm. And I learned a lot of what I didn't want, but I was so young that I didn't know to quit sooner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is college and you're supposed to stay. And yeah. you know, I'm lucky to be here. Some people can't go. But then in the end, I was like, okay, I'm working so hard to pay for this and it's not worth it. It's not what I want to have to mm-hmm. do.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So you're always drawn towards show business in some kind of way.
2: Well, I really liked movies. You know, I grew up in the era where like, if you had cable movies were on all the time mm-hmm. and it was like kind of glamorous and then my mom watched old movies so mm-hmm. I had that and then grew up in California LA is right there I'm mm-hmm. like oh I can work in the movies because everybody does it LA Yeah, <laughs> so yeah I was yeah. like oh that'll be my future and then when I moved back to Boston I was still into it and thinking that I would still move back to California when I was like in my 20s and I tried it but it didn't work out And yeah. so then after that I was like well what am I gonna do? And then I figured out that fashion was the life for me. Oh. <laughs> and then I went to Mass Art for fashion. Gotcha. Oh.
1: Yeah. And is that where you began sewing and making clothes? Or did that start long before
2: It that? started before. My friend, my best friend, Athelie, her mom sewed and she was like oh my mom will teach you you know and she lived like an hour away but I would still go like once or twice a month take the commuter rail go oh, learn cool. to sew, cut out patterns she would teach me stitches teach me like how to put together stuff and then eventually I was like yeah I want to be a designer I'll go to school so I was working this really awful job at a dental school <laughs> The random jobs like, we have. Oh, yeah. I worked there. I worked Did you just, have to
0: put your hands in people's mouths?
2: No, thank God. But they would hand me their dentures or like open <sighs> their mouths so that I could see, oh, I have an appointment with Dr. So-and-so and like lift up their gums. And I'm like, What, what the fuck? Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. don't care. Don't no, care. like it's in the book. Like yeah. you don't have, I believe you. I didn't even... The thing like we weren't even like checking whether or not they had an appointment we were just taking payments but because we're at the front desk they think like oh i'm gonna tell her everything it's like i don't want to know just yeah. give me your money and walk home. oh yeah. my god <laughs> gross but i lucked out because they would put it was a school so they would put money in a 401a for you mm-hmm. that was a lot and <laughs> You didn't have to put anything in. So I let them put money in for me. And then I went to school with that money. I was like, bye. And I quit and went to school. (laughs) I mean, that's just resourceful, yeah.
0: you know? <laughs> They're still wondering where you are to this day. Oh,
2: God. I'm not there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not there. Out of office.
0: <laughs> uh, quick movie question. So we've got the music, New Kids on the Block, Red Hot Chili Peppers. What is a movie that, like, if you need, like, a warm blanket or, like, a mm, comfort food question. kind of movie, what's, like, a throwback that you'll put on that's like, reminds you of that time in your life?
2: Annie. Oh. Anytime. Without
1: hesitation.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The original.
1: (laughs) Yes, obviously.
2: I do because anytime I'm sad at work, everybody will know because I'll put on Annie or I'll put on New Kids because it's the only thing that's going to make me smile (laughs) and laugh (laughs) and like giggle. So if I ever get sad, I'll put on Annie (laughs)
0: <laughs> nice That's so sweet What's yours it. honey?
1: What's mine? Ugh. Um, I'm trying to think of what movie That is I mean currently it's I just I feel like
0: I've never really witnessed you like <clears throat>
3: Excuse, excuse you. me Yeah
1: uh, really.
0: Return I've never witnessed you like return to like some Some movie repeatedly
1: That time has kind of like that ship has sailed for me a little mm-hmm. bit with, you know, the golden age of television that we're mm-hmm. in. Uh, but prior to that, uh, I was wa- like there, you know, this already, like the big Lebowski I've watched so many times. Mm-hmm. And that was like a period of my life that was, it was like so comforting to just put that VHS on like every single <laughs> night. Um, to Wong Fu, I think has that element for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like it just makes me feel good yeah we just Um, watched
0: that a little while ago yeah
1: like that i can kind of
2: always watch i've never seen it what i know i've never seen the full thing i've seen like bits and pieces but i never sit down and watch the whole thing
1: is it just like it's not doing it for you or no
2: i think i just never think to put it on or if it's on i'm never like oh i'll watch this i like find something else
1: i mean it's also one of those things too where i remember like we rented it when I was mm. a kid and that there's like the opening scene. There's like, which I'm sure you can relate to this too. It's like, you know, we didn't have the internet or yeah. <laughs> like any way to search songs. You, you would just hear a song in a movie and be like, this song is amazing. What is it? Yes. And I didn't know what this opening song was, so I just kept watching the opening sequence over and over again because I loved it so much. And it was, like, them getting ready to, like, go to the pageant that they were both competing in. And it's just this woman being like, where is the body? And then it's, like, some weird electronic song that, of course, at, like, 9, 10 years old, I was like, what is this? (laughs) Um, But right now I just put On, like Portlandia or the office, when mm-hmm. i like need to disconnect from my life and <laughs> feel better,
0: <laughs> yeah. The office is like a morphine drip oh in, my, the, in like, our house,
1: fucking plug it in,
0: yeah. you know.
1: What about you, hon?
0: Uh, how it's made, yes, is as my, we know, uh, good one. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I'll watch that clips of that on YouTube to wind down at night. Uh, forensic files, uh.
1: Just murder, a no, murder like, like a real fucking Patrick Bateman over here.
0: Yeah, like if I wanna watch something if how it's made is only narrated by a person you never see you see some humans on screen and then forensic files, if there's a human in there, they're they're dead. They've uh, been uh,
1: reaped and murdered. So. <laughs>
2: Likely,
0: <laughs> uh, but I'm loving Barry right now. Shout out like to it? Barry. I love it. I you're not see, into it I
2: haven't heard, I haven't started it i I piecemeal my t v now mm-hmm. because there's so much content. I like most of what I'm watching, but I feel like it's too hard to keep up with everything at the yeah. same time, yes. so I'll give myself breaks like I had some time and I was watching like, oh, I forgot to watch this, so I yeah. watched, or I forgot to finish Broad City, so I mm-hmm. would like. Watch that, but I'm not going to watch anything new while I start watching Broad City. I can't do that. I heard anymore. you're in a
0: Game of Thrones phase yeah. right
2: now. Fa- <laughs> phase or phase, like. No, that's my favorite show now. I yeah. like Move Over Drag Race. I like. I love. Uh, there's another Crown in Town. I love. Yeah. <laughs> I love. <laughs> drag race but this season has kind of got me bored a little bit so i'm less excited every week whereas game of thrones it's the end i've invested so much so it's like okay i need to know and i need to know the day it comes out like i can't wait to watch it and you do you hate spoilers or you don't care i don't care i feel like there's no such thing either you're watching it or you're not yes i agree whether or not i tell you shouldn't matter I and mean, some people it does like obviously somebody got assaulted over like spoilers because of the avengers movie last oh, week wow. oh
1: wow yeah my God. like calm <sighs> down right it's a
2: movie it's not life it's not like you know what i'm yeah like
1: do you care passionately about like what's happening in syria in like, <laughs> like you're I gonna mean, assault someone over the avengers movie? thank you
0: <sighs> i remember when the departed came out and i was working on broadway down by uh Union oh, Broadway. Square on Broadway. Wow. Uh, <laughs>
1: Did you know that he worked on Broadway? <laughs> on the
0: street of Broadway. Uh, oh, okay. okay, okay. Was, uh, the, the part was the biggest movie in the country, and uh, my buddy was walking past the Regal Union Square movie theater, and uh, somebody walked out of the theater and just said it was like one sentence they spoke, and it D- spoiled the whole thing essentially. Basically, he's walking by and he heard somebody say, "Wow, I can't believe Scorsese really kills off everybody in the whole movie." <laughs> <laughs> just like one single phrase. So, but yeah, now it's like with internet spoilers, you just you just don't read. Don't like if some either don't read or
2: is it really going to kill your enjoyment? You know. So if I say there's a twist or I wasn't expecting that, does it really? Make you not want to watch? You still want to watch it?
1: No, I want to see how it came to be. Right, exactly.
2: I just don't get that. Like, I don't care. I don't care if you tell me. Go ahead. I sometimes I'm like, so what happened? So that I know, and then I still get to see the actors flesh out this. I think that's weird.
0: I like I like being surprised. I like I like guessing what's gonna happen. (laughs) I like kind of. I'm I'm sort of my own private investigator (laughs) off screen.
3: forensic
1: files over oh, here. Yes. Like, um, he's, um, he's cracking cases. I mean, okay? during,
0: during Breaking Bad or uh, or Barry, shows like that, like, I'll pause quite often to tell her what I think's gonna happen, which I'm sure you find very sexy. Also,
1: like, Breaking Bad and Barry and, like, forensic files, like, should I be worried? You know? Like, should I, like, go to my parents' oh, no. house?
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> just, just don't fucking cross me, okay? Yeah. You don't know what I'm capable of. I mean of.
1: these are serial killer looks if I've ever seen them.
0: <laughs> oh, he's so charming. He has yeah. disarming blue eyes and <laughs>
1: if you don't say so yourself. <laughs>
0: The Ted Bundy film though, like I oh. like when did you watch it? The confession I, tapes? I can't do
2: those because those people are real. Like yeah, I'm yeah. all about Matlock, Lock, Murder Shiro, yeah, and yeah. um <laughs> like, Perry Mason. Like love, love, love. Yeah. Just like an They're,
1: old gay queen. I know,
2: Just like I anymore. Please reunions, please two hour movies <laughs> in Columbo. But I can't. <laughs> <Columbo>. <laughs> But I can't do the real ones, like that one guy that they had on HBO with the burps at the end. Oh my god! Oh, I Robert, have... loved that. the snitch, Durst. was it called? Yes, yes. Robert I watched Durst. until the second to last episode because it was in his eyes. You knew that he, you knew what he did. He yeah. didn't care. He was so soulless. I couldn't take it. And I was like, yeah. he's a real life person and might come into my house. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying to him because
1: he loves true crime and like. I am not here for that. I don't want that. the truth. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm trying to escape reality yes. over here. Give me God. the
2: SAU version where it's like, you know. Well,
1: and also, the, most of these true crimes, it involves, for the most part, like women being
0: murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know and I'm like? I'm good. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know the no. world hates us. <laughs> like, I
0: mean, often, I do get true crime fatigue. So I'll just mm-hmm. like wrote, like I finished reading about the Golden State Killer a couple weeks back. <laughs> So now I'm, I'm just like know. take a break. <laughs> yeah, now I'm just oh. reading like some novel, some random novel that's not violent at all. So mm-hmm. uh, good, I'm glad. Yeah, I good. need to. I get I get a little worn out from it.
1: Um. Mm. Well, speaking of fatigue, it sounds like we're all fatigued from RuPaul's Drag Race right <laughs> yeah.
0: now. Yeah.
2: Like it's sad. I feel. like I was just telling someone um the other day they were asking me how I thought this last episode when I am. I love vangie She's like one of my favorite queens ever. Totally. That last lip sync was really good. Not this one, but the one before that I thought was pretty good. But you I don't feel like. You not like the Mary J. Blige? I didn't love it. I knew she would win though because. Yeah. That was, what that was for, for her. Yeah yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I also feel like they're setting her up to be the Shangela. And I don't know if I can take that anymore. Mm. And as good as some of these queens are, I don't. I miss, like, the Raven days and, like, some of those other, like, phenomenal queens mm-hmm. that were so much, not better, but different than yeah what's happening now.
0: Well, and something, I don't know if I'm going to be able to articulate this properly, but many of the very talented queens are all so, like... um they've just been raised on drag. So they kind of know the shortcuts and the language and Mm -hmm. the, like we keep talking about Sugar Cane is just like this collage of like catchphrases and cliches. But I love it. Come
2: on, Cirque du Soleil. Yes. Come on, Cirque du Soleil.
0: That was funny. Amazing
2: line.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) But even Brooklyn Heights too. It's like Brooklyn Heights strikes me as somebody who like, Sat in a room and studied the show itself and figured out what do I get good at and how really? do I present I myself. I actually do not agree with that I don't at either. all. I think
2: <laughs> because I think she's somebody who grew up in the old school of drag, remembers the old school of drag, and is doing her really elevated ballerina version of that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I would say that girl that's like studied the show and been like, okay, so what do I do is probably. I don't know who that would be. I know. I'm trying to think season. of who that
1: is on this season. Because I do actually think that, like, Brooklyn just has good taste. Yeah. And... The taste uh, level is there. The taste level is there, and she's a classically trained ballet right. dancer, so she knows how to be on stage mm-hmm. and like
0: like did you sell ever, that shit. You know the Rocky movie with where he's going against the Russian, and Rocky's Four. like on the mountain. I was like, <laughs> she probably knows. I don't. Rocky's, Rocky's <laughs> training on the mountaintop. He's yeah. chopping wood, and then the Russian is like has all the technology and mm-hmm. has all the trainers and is in the professional gym, and it keeps cutting back and forth that's what I, I guess I'm trying to articulate is like, I think like some of them like Brooklyn. Yeah. Like her, like however many years of professional dance experience seems like, uh, not an unfair advantage, just mm. like this next level advantage that uh, there's something different between her and, uh, like what's, what's her name from, uh, uh, God, uh, from Azusa, California, Mazusa? Oh uh, What does she say all the time?
1: Um, now I'm blanking on her fucking name. Are you talking about Adore? Yes, yes thank Adore Yeah, like like you love Adore. He's I got a real hard on for Adore. A huge, fan. <laughs> huge fan. Huge uh, fan.
0: So good. But there's like you know like the the raw talent versus like oh for know. sure
2: I get that for sure I definitely well, think there's, there's a difference between the polish of Brook Brooklyn Heights and the charm and raw like you said raw talent of Adore. Well, yeah. we just don't have we just don't have personality. This season, like and like some of them do, but they've been kicked off already. Like Honey like Davenport a... was spawned. Oh wait, who Honey Davenport? Oh. <laughs> the other Davenport, yeah, yeah, right,
1: right, right. But she is not of Kennedy's lineage, is she, Honey? No, they but actually, is.
2: I think Honey was actually um, she's the Shangela, and oh, I'm blanking on her name. Plastique. No, the lady from New York was um, Manila's partner. But then oh, Pastora. Sahara. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's under Sahara. Oh,
1: okay. Okay, so the New York Davenport. the New York Davenport.
2: Yes, New York Davenport. <laughs> okay. Well,
0: I mean, as according to last episode, Silky says she is on team personality. So. Silky,
2: I want to like her. I just am done with her.
0: Yeah, she's... <laughs> <laughs> she's like too much. Like she, I, I, don't I think I know? she's young. I think if she's like, she's that young. But I think she needs like a few years of being humbled in some way, you know.
1: But, so I also am. Um, I have been persuaded by another podcast, mm-hmm. um, what the tuck and like lean into their takes on things. So, and I'm also a Libra, so I'm like easily persuaded in mm-hmm. any fucking direction. Um, but I just listened this morning to their episode and one of them loves Evie and the other one, I love
2: Evie. and the other one
1: loves Silky. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's, there was like stuff early on that came out about Silky being like problematic, quote unquote, oh, yeah, because yeah. of like, she had like maybe assaulted some mm-hmm. people which i mean i kind of keep seeing her just like mm-hmm. aggressively touching people right, which yeah. i'm just like girl I see it calm down consent right, culture yeah. okay um but the guy that loves silky was like this is like a fat gay black man who like probably like he's not in a position of power which is like what makes people like bigoted or racist in a Mm. real way like or does things that are like he's trying to prove the point that like him being uh like a complicated or not complicated what was the word that i said before um problematic a problematic character like he can't be problematic because he is this person who's like
2: well, oh, one way probably he probably suffered be, a bunch of shit. I I don't agree with that. I think you can still be problematic, and I I think so too.
0: He's also very physically imposing. Like he lifted who is his, he lifted a Miley someone Cyrus. up this I week. felt
2: like certain things you just need to. I don't think you should suppress yourself or not, you know, exert a certain energy, but you know bodily rights and you, yes. know, you
1: know that's the stuff where I'm just like if he's saying kind of like dumb things like thinking that Plastique is from Japan and like yeah he sounds ignorant but him like lifting people up against their wishes yeah, I and like, like that's like, that. like,
3: that's
1: like yeah, and where that, it's kind
0: of and that's where I would just disagree with Whoever you're talking about, like that I is a position of, when you when you can <laughs> physically impose your will on another person. Right, that, yeah, that yeah. is like that. you in a position of power. And
2: she's being fucking lazy. Like yeah, those that's, looks. That's yeah, why I don't episodes. like anymore because you're not as much as they used to critique. Latrice for not being snatched, for not, you know, corseting, for not blah blah blah. Everything that they would all the those types of critiques they would give, they're not giving this season. There's so many yeah. bodies I've seen this season that I'm like, Where where's the read for Z? And then you're still reading Vanji for the Leotard, yes, go ahead, read her for that. But where are the other reads? Yes. And then Silky, she really turned me off a couple episodes ago when she actually won, but she was so salty that Brooklyn and Evie stole the show. It's like, well, it's a game. And you didn't put forth the effort that they just put forth. And you still haven't had the lip sync for your life. But keep resting on that Laurel, girl. Keep thinking that you're going to make it to the top, which she may but, she probably But it will. might be her
0: Achilles heels, her right. overconfidence in the end.
2: Right. Which you can... I feel like you can be confident if you can back it up. Brooklyn's backed it up. Certain people have backed it up. Yeah. You haven't really. No. And to say that you're comfortable where you are and you think you'll be just fine and America's going to love you, I don't know.
1: I really want nina to like hit the stride because she did her. this week this week was making me so happy her as that magician was <laughs> fucking killing me it was cute. Cute. i love like that was <laughs> she was hilarious like yeah. her facial expressions are insane i thought and,
0: michelle's comment uh like that was an snl worthy sketch and mm. performance was such a cool compliment because yeah. there have been so many sketches and you know, bits that it were so unfunny this season that yeah. it's like embarrassing. So it was cool that she like shouted her out like that. I mean
1: her look was hysterical as the magician, the enormous coat with she like the shoulder. Like, um,
2: oh, what's his name? David Bowie did the look too. Oh, oh um downtown. Klaus Snowy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, very Klaus
1: Nomi. <laughs>
2: I loved it, was,
1: it. It was 80s hair. Yes, Klaus, it was Klaus Nomi. perfect Um and i loved her caftan look too i thought the wig was on point i was like this is a really good they
2: called her mrs roper i was like yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, totally yeah she she has it i think she's just like i wish that maybe she had like a little bit of an edge well and that's well
0: and that's such a funny we were just talking about silky like she could borrow a little bit of that cockiness Mm -hmm. from silky totally um it's interesting when, yeah, it's all about proportions and moderating like those those different like elements of a personality right. yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's so funny to think about that.
1: I thought that she went very um, uh, underappreciated in the previous sketch with Brooklyn just because her look fucking killed me the trailer trailer? oh yes that wig (laughs) that makeup that denim top and she was wearing like like huge like nike dunks or something Like she had like big like chunky sneakers on i was like this has been thought through from like head to toe Well, that's
0: that's where you get into the limitations of reality tv because unfortunately they probably did give her all the praise in the world for all that but But, they had to stick with the one storyline of uh, Brooklyn I'm setting up Brooklyn And she's not Reciprocating Yeah 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 in the scene
1: I love how she was like I want to be clear I'm not tearing down Brooklyn
0: Yeah <laughs> She's got like a, Oh my
2: god very nice Miss Congeniality
0: Oh 100% yeah. And that, yeah, that's yeah. gonna be Her undoing If she doesn't keep that In mm. check
1: Yeah I don't know I mean maybe she's gonna Turn it around And get into the top But I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, I know.
0: It's been cool to see Akira. I thought that it was cool to see her be funny in that oh my episode God, I love and kind of a, little... a
1: blessing. <laughs> She was amazing. It was like straight up Reno 911. Mm, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then to get see the bump in her confidence from mm. that. Is, and is then cool. have
1: it fuck her in the ass in this like magic <laughs> <laughs> performance. Oh, yeah. That was
2: so awful. It was Whoa. so awkward. Oh yeah. God. It was terrible.
1: Yeah, the whole... I mean, their whole thing, it was just like, it's not translating, ladies. (laughs) Like, I'm
2: sorry. But I will say, even though the show itself has been kind of snoozy, The Untucked has been pretty great. Yes. 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 It's so good to have not such niceties and to actually have somebody like Evie who will stick up for herself and will say, Hey, no, this is what's happening. And even when they are misconstruing what she's saying and her honesty for her to still stick to her guns and be like, okay, but you know, and even though she'll apologize, I feel like they still try and give her a hard time, but she won't take their hard time. I love Mm -hmm. it. So you live for Evie. I love her because she reminds me, her and Nina remind me of the drag Queens that I, first saw when I would go see drag, mm-hmm. like the fun drag. I always, this is just my fantasy. I imagine Evie <laughs> is like how RuPaul was when RuPaul first started mm. out. That's, and I think that's why I RuPaul that's likes true. her. It's like very out there, very weird, punk, punk not too spooky, and but learning glamour yep. and kind of like feeling out and trying new things. And Nina just reminds me of like Queens I used to see in Boston all the time that yeah. I thought were so fun and like, you know, knew the game, tried to do a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new, yeah. give you a little nostalgia, throwbacks, and then, you know, not really concerned with the future, but you know, having fun. Yeah. That is
1: so that's such a good point about Evie being a like probably what RuPaul was like back in the day. Cause both like smart, yeah. like thinking outside the box, pushing the limits, being creative, thinking that drag doesn't just have to be this like one way. Right. And she's got that couture body oh my god I love it <laughs> mm-hmm. I love,
0: love love it I love during judging last week this this last episode that she remained in her like presentational pose with her <laughs> yes. arms up while
2: she was
1: fighting she's yeah. like, she like
0: and, yeah having words <laughs> with people but she's like I'm not changing the silhouette yes. <laughs> uh so wait paint a picture of your experience with drag so you were going to drag shows in boston as a teen or college student uh, in
2: college um and a little after college i used to work at the movies and there was a drag queen who worked there his boy name was pedro i forget his drag name but he would be like oh i'm performing here come saturday night to access or whatever night tuesday during the week usually and um the bar that Katya used to work at. I was going to say, did you go there? I did go to Jock's and I did go to, on um, Lansdowne, they would have, which is like famous in Boston where all the clubs are. Sometimes in smaller clubs they would have drag shows. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've seen those, like the older 90s drag queens do their thing there. And it was really fun. Like Because I worked with Pedro, like whatever show they were playing, we would just go and watch. And like I didn't even drink then, so that wasn't a thing for me. But it was like, oh, my friend's performing. Yeah. So it'd be fun to like watch them get dressed and then Mm -hmm. see the, you know, the transformation and then hear the songs they're doing. And that's fun. Yeah.
0: Would you ever make clothes for a drag queen?
2: (laughs) 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 Yes, I never did. I would, but I'm kind of a selfish sewer. Yeah. Just because...
0: I mean, it's so labor intensive, right? It
2: really is. And especially for drag, because you need to be able... Most garments need to be very um, form-fitting as well as loose enough for somebody to dance and maybe do a reveal. I mean, yeah. who doesn't do reveals now? So it would have to be like multifunctional. Yeah, mm, that's And that's true. a lot of work. And it's a lot of... Um, particular it has to be very particular i'm not a couture person unless it's me yeah because then i know that if i didn't finish this one nitpicking thing then it's okay because nobody else knows i'm the only one who knows but doing it for a customer or somebody who's expecting like perfection i would feel a little daunted i guess Mm -hmm.
0: and what's your dream job would you like to would you like to be a clothing maker like have a line and a whole thing or do you kind of like being a collaborator and just being a part of the process.
2: I like a little bit of both. I think my dream job, I do like styling. I like being in, I actually like ecom. I know it's not everybody's favorite, but I like being able to come into work, put together the look, and then execute it and see how it works in the real world. Um, I'm not really, I love looking at editorial, but that's a little harder for me because I don't like the back and forth with. Every other chef in the room mm. I just I just want to make the soup and have you eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, I don't want eight other recipes on French onion soup. I, oh, yeah. I just this is what I made. This is gonna sell like yeah. i don't yeah i that's the one thing with like art directors and everybody else who has an opinion i'm always even as the assistant sometimes i have to leave their room and be like well i'll be back when you guys make that decision because i can't even listen
0: to you arguing but what, anymore. If, like, a, what if like what if like donnie Wahlberg calls and he says <laughs> no jonathan hey, knight what if jonathan knight yeah, calls, yeah, jonathan don't knight really calls. Care. i love because i need to know what pick another person to wear. <laughs> I need to know which hat to go with on the cruise, and I need we need a stylist for the cruise to uh, do that job.
2: I don't know. I don't like privates. I'm not that person either because if I bought it, if I took my time and I went shopping and I do all the looks... And you don't wear it, I'm gonna be at home wanting to like light you on fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I've done those before and I actually kinda liked it. I've styled people before and it's fun. But usually it's like my friends and they actually follow the directions and they're like, Okay, well you said what's follow this the directions. In. Or I'm there putting it on them and yeah. making sure that they look the way I envision them to look. And they are like, Okay, you said it, so I'm
1: doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing with like you know, we're not fucking star stylists, right? Like I wouldn't
2: want to do that. No, never. That's a lot of pressure.
1: But I guess I guess in the sense that like people are coming to us for our specific look. Right. right? Which I could do. Right. It's like I'll give you what I think is good, but it's right. like the level at which we're at. It's like I and for me it's like I have to sell you know, I have to sell myself to the artist or the client or whatever to be like look I know what I'm doing you know but like it's okay if you don't like it you know and I fucking hate that (laughs) right
2: I I could never be the person who tells Kim Kardashian to wear the couch dress to the Met Gala I would like literally want to jump out a window the next morning (laughs) reading reviews (laughs) like I would be awful at that but sell that couch dress on the site where they sell couch dresses yeah sure let's throw on an earring and some shoes like, <laughs> yes. this is how you're supposed to what wear this what is a couch dress <laughs> she wore this really awful dress when she was <laughs> pregnant it was a few years ago it literally looked like the golden girls couch it was terrible mm. and I love that couch <laughs> I
1: love you the love golden girls you love it as a couch yes I
2: love the golden girls
1: Um. yeah I know I mean the styling stuff I've kind of like I've kind of stopped doing those jobs, like for that Mm. exact reason, because I'm just like I don't
2: like to test because I'm gonna do it, but I don't want to hear that you don't like that the model or whoever I'm doing the photos for doesn't like it. I don't, and I'm bad, not bad at collaborating
0: autonomy and liberty to like
2: well trust me to do
1: what I'm here to do, yes, like you know, and it's it's different if you're like new in the game or whatever. But I mean, I when people would ask me to test, which. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, like (laughs) test shoots are basically just an opportunity for people to do photo shoots that like show their creative, uh, I don't know. That they can do it. That they can do something like, you know, next level quote unquote, Mm -hmm. or like more creative or something. Right. And everybody's doing it not just for free, but spending their own money probably to do it and to create like a bigger portfolio or whatever. And I stopped testing because I was like, you know what? There's a million online magazines. Mm. And if I'm going to go to all this effort to, like, get clothes and you think I can just walk into a showroom and, like, get fucking designer clothes, like, you've got another thing coming. Like, you go ask for letters. I'll go ask for clothes. Mm. Like, it doesn't have to be fucking vogue, but, like, there's a million goddamn online magazines. Just go ask for a fucking letter. Everybody needs content. Right. And this, like, I feel like there's so many photographers that just are, like... Oh, well, it's a test. I'm like, just go ask for a fucking letter. Like, yeah. why not try to get it in somewhere if you want me to get good stuff?
2: Right. You know? And then and I, I don't think they know the work that's involved with that. They always make it seem so easy, but there are so many times where it's really just not that easy to get everything. That and I don't want to buy wants. and return everything. Yeah. And it's like,
1: <sighs> you know, it's like either it's going on a card or you have to send a million emails and ask mm. for things. And I'm like, if I'm going to do all that, you send a few fucking emails. Yeah.
2: I think it works for some people. Some people love it and that's, and it works for them and that's what they do all the time. They're happy to do it. I'm not happy to do it. No,
1: me neither. I don't get it. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just a little too like, I don't understand why you can't just send an email.
2: Mm -hmm. There's a lot of work involved. But, but again, that's why I like e-com, because I show up, yeah. it's there, I don't have to buy anything, I don't have to return anything, I may have to pack some stuff, but that's okay, but it's all here, you you know what you want, you've told me what you're going yeah. for, and I can do that. And you can leave the job, like you leave the right. job
1: there, and that is something that I am always very grateful for, mm. and I'm, I've been leaning in very hard to e-com <laughs> lately, <laughs> so I'm doing still life almost every single day this I past like month, so...
2: No, it's been good. Yeah, still testing is easier for me. Oh yeah, I for have sure. a lot of stuff anyway, so exactly. I'll, that's fine, and I can ask to borrow things. But I think when it comes to on figure testing, I'd rather be the model. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that's true. I'm gonna start. <laughs>
2: i was starting actually. I think somebody. Really? Uh, yeah, Heidi is gonna do some photos of me because I want to do some modeling. I love it. Oh that's my god, that's great. <laughs> she, so that's my dream job.
0: She's working. Behind the camera, yeah. in front of the camera, <laughs> on the side of the camera. Um,
1: you should model for our friend Alexis's boutique, plus Brooklyn. Yeah, I want to.
2: I will do. Oh, my God. She, like, you would episode be so perfect. Episode
0: 22. Yes, she I on.
2: loved her episode. Her episode was really fun. <laughs> her great. husband loving oh, Gia. Really? Gia? I think we talked about that, too. Yes. I think we worked together
1: after. I was like, you're... He was like, well, he loves a fishy queen. I'm like, but like a, a cunty g- queen, yes, too? She so mean. And dumb. And dumb.
0: Yeah. I'm like, we... Absolutely. <laughs> I,
2: I will say, Gia gave me one of my favorite Drag Race quotes. Let me feel my
1: oath. Oh, sure. I
2: have to pull that out. What's that? As, yes.
1: what, as what the Tuck likes to say, canon. She's provided canon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Well let's let's discuss let's wrap up mm-hmm. with what are some of your top queens do I limit it to top five? We can do well, top no, five. Well, no. Let's
0: let's uh, let's save this for a second because <laughs> I want to do something negative. I should have uh, never
1: said let's wrap up because obviously <laughs> okay. he's in charge. We're gonna need
0: yep. what you're talking about as a palate cleanser. Uh, oh so God! What, what are do you we about to ask? what do we do? What do we do as a person as a pop culture fan, mm-hmm. mega fan, oh, music fan? Are you about to ask uh, my question? Yeah, we've mm-hmm. got R. Kelly. We've got Michael Jackson. We've got the, all these <gasps> truths coming out is cancel culture is this is canceling the way to go and have you where do have you, you canceled have michael you, jackson that's a question
1: i wrote down here
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a really hard
2: one especially michael jackson for me um i thought it might be cancel culture. period is hard for me there are certain ones it's easier to let go r kelly i never really liked him so yeah. he was never someone i was going to cape for anyway um, the Michael Jackson one is so hard. I mean, the Michael Jackson block party is like my favorite thing to do mm. in Brooklyn ever. I enjoy the music. I enjoy the culture of like that he create the stardom that he created. I enjoy his genius. I haven't seen the documentary because I'm afraid to lose all of that. And I oh, you're think gonna. I you it. I know. Gonna. I know it'll... <laughs> So I haven't seen it. My friend and I were talking about it and That's she watched interesting.
0: it. It kind of fits in with your relationship to being spoiled. Like, <laughs> like uh, having a plot spoiled, like not really. Well, I know
2: the po- spoiler on that though. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. So you know the spoiler and it kind of doesn't matter to you, uh, is what it sounds like. You're it's saying. not that it doesn't matter. I'm not matter. accusing you. I'm no, not no, no, no. I understand. You don't
2: care about <laughs> sexual abuse victims. Yeah. I definitely do. Um... <laughs> It's a hard one for me. That one is definitely hard. I mean, same with David Bowie. Very difficult. Uh, Prince, very difficult.
1: David Bowie had some shady stuff in when he was like full drug addict, like in the, when he was in his twenties, right?
2: Then and then, well, that stuff I don't know about, but I know the LA days when he had some girl named Angel, and she was like fourteen, yes. giving him massages. And, yeah. yeah, yeah that kind of like the groupie girls that were i mean led zeppelin all those girls that groupie crew that Mm -hmm. was um the teenagers which i love their stories (laughs) i have to say Mm -hmm. i love their stories but and to them they're like they don't see it the way that everybody else sees it to them it's like i was not assaulted i was having the time of my life with these rock gods but at the same time you're 14 we can't really can we really take what you're saying you know I was just
1: thinking about David Bowie the other day regarding that because I was like, I remembered that one story and I was like, I mean, he was a drug addict rock star. Like, I'm sure he did some terrible things. Mm. And then my brain was like, how do we deal with this?
2: (laughs) That's how I am on most of it really is like well, I want to enjoy this song or I want to enjoy this moment, but I'm thinking about the people who can't enjoy this moment. and can't who, when they hear this, they're triggered or when people mention that person, it's a bad memory, not a good memory.
1: With David Bowie, this is how I justified. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I was like, I was like, well, I mean, and I'm sure people are doing this for all kinds of people. Mm -hmm. Right. And David Bowie's like my one that I would be like, oh my God, like I, I couldn't, you know, uh, but I'm like you know what though I know he got sober And he was like an active member In the 12 step program he was. And I, I'm i gonna like Hold space that he like Made amends for mm. like his wrongdoings And like that's like That's how I'm gonna cope mm. <laughs> With the idea that he has done things That maybe I would not That would be really upsetting to me Yeah. Uh, whereas like Michael Jackson like (laughs) it's it really is hard it's a hard one he definitely was not making amends
2: (laughs) to to anybody it seems like he wasn't and the family I think the hardest part for me is some of the allegations just do I believe some people yes do I believe all people no and that's another reason why I haven't watched the documentary is one of the guys that's in it I don't Believe him. And even though I don't want to victim blame, I, if it happened to him, that's awful. And he deserves to tell his story. But he's also done other things and tried to get money from other people other than Michael Jackson's family. Who, Wade? Yes. Like hmm. he's done stuff to Britney Spears, did stuff with Justin Timberlake where literally just trying to scam people and it's like well maybe that's a part of what happened to him him being abused you know rolling over into other parts of his life yeah I don't know that but I don't trust him so it's harder for me to believe his story whereas the other guy I don't know him I don't know anything about him and again if his story is true I'm truly saddened by all of that and I think it's awful and I hope that they can Live their life the way they need to, yeah, and be happy about that. And I, well, not happy about that, but be happy in life, you know. So he's not canceled. Um, I don't turn his music on willingly, like, I don't play the music in my house anymore. Mm. My roommate has like a giant, like, painting of Michael Jackson, she was a super MJ fan. And we were going to put it up in the house. Neither one of us have put up that thing because Aww. I'm like, people are gonna in here and they were insane. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> want to put it up because it's beautiful. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't think we can. Yeah. Like, and yeah. even she is just like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. You know.
1: So there's yeah, there's like debate and and strife. With I it. definitely
2: think about it, especially like if it comes on at work and stuff, it's hard to it's hard to celebrate and have that fun with that music, with that looming over it, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've been I've been doing some justice worrying <laughs> I've been like just switching the songs every time I hear it because I just honestly I can't. Yeah, I, I can't enjoy it. Mm. Like I just can't. and
2: And that's fair enough.
1: You know, it's like I can't just be like, oh, I love, you know, like off the wall. I was it's really my favorite album it's, by him. It's I loved so perfect, it. Yeah. I loved it, you know, and we played a bunch of those songs at our wedding <laughs> like, you know, and uh actually I was talking to somebody whose friend is a DJ and he DJs weddings sometimes mm-hmm. too and um like this guy just like kind of got into it with this couple because they were like they were like he brought up basically like, do you want me to play these songs? Mm. And they were like, how dare you bring this up? Like, we're trying to like, enjoy planning our wedding. And like, yeah, we want those songs. People want to dance, okay? Like they were angry. that Like there's
0: not a thousand other songs that are just as danceable.
1: Yeah, but they they were like angry that it was even brought up. Like, how dare you bring up like, child abuse when we're trying to plan our wedding? Mm
0: -hmm. It's like, (laughs)
1: Like the indignance. Oh, you wow. know. It's
0: like, uh, this is my business and I have to think about yeah. this. Yeah, stuff like I'm now. just checking. So like, yeah.
1: I'm just checking to make sure that people won't be like wow. fucking pissed.
2: You really? know? But that's a weird take.
1: It is it is complicated. I mean, there was um the barista guy uh at the studio in Bushwick mm-hmm. uh was playing like all of bad and I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so we're just going for it? Mm. Okay, interesting, you know. And then I was like walking through Union Square and there was like a Michael Jackson impersonator mm. and like tons of people were crowded around watching and I was just like I, like... I get not knowing how to feel about it, but like a blind just sort of like, we're pretending as if
2: everything mm, yeah. is fine. Yep. It's a really hard one. I think out of all of them, it's the hardest one because... He was such a constant in everyone's life. Yeah. Even like young, old, it didn't matter. And especially for me, I felt like I grew up with him. He when he died, I literally cried for like a Mm. week. I he was like a family member had passed away. Yeah. It was really hard. But yeah, I don't I can see how a lot of people just let it ride and like, well, I'm taking this music and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep these memories instead.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I you know I can't fault people for wanting to like keep their own memories. Right.
0: And the family member metaphor actually is a good jumping off point for conversation. Cause it's like, what if that was your family right. member? Like, I mean, come how on. Would, how yeah. would that change your relationship with that family member? Like it wouldn't change that they are your family member. But
1: like, we all know me well enough to know that that person would definitely be dead to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, I've been looking for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Ah,
2: canceled. Yes. <laughs> Uncle Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: literally. But it's
2: true. I think it's a, the conversation I have with my friend went exactly down that road. And I was like, well, it's kind of like a family member. And she was like, yeah, but if that was your family member, what would you do? And so many times people just turn a blind eye and are like, okay, yeah, he did that. And it may have even been to another family member. And they're uh-huh. just like, oh, well you know, weird Ron, huh? Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Well, and I I guess what I always come back to, like, regardless of the... Well, not regardless, but in addition to the two men's stories that they focused on, like, there's just so much footage Mm. of him with different young boys that he's taking on tour with him. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, he really was just kind of doing it in front of us for so many years that's how it feels like watching it and Mm. that like i'm just like oh yeah like and i mean i remember when that interview came out with like the the british reporter in like the early 2000s yeah in the tree it's like that was a line that my friend and i used to say all the time like Stone in college and it was like the voiceover when he's in the tree is and that's when it was tr- is that's when it got truly disturbing. Mm. <laughs> like, and there's just like a shot of Michael like in a tree, <laughs> just like saying God knows yeah. what, you know. And like that other podcast, still processing. Do you listen to that ever? No. They did a whole episode about him, and like, um, and it was really interesting. You know, they're both like. But I think they're both around like in their late 30s like mm-hmm. mid to late 30s early 40s you know black journalists talking about all types of pop culture black culture and mm-hmm. they like both had to sit down and watch the whole thing to like oh report on it and they had a really interesting take on it and how challenging it is and that he isn't necessarily somebody that you can just cancel because his influence is like Everywhere. so far Everywhere. reaching that it's like you're participating in some way just because he's he's been around forever and yeah. affected so many people, you know? That's true. But, um, you know, there's also, like, a lot of female pop stars that we can support that have never touched a child, so... True.
0: <laughs> there's also all our favorite queens.
1: That's right. <laughs> Segway.
0: Let's wind down with a palate cleanser. <sighs>
1: shake it What's off you know what I mean a
0: drag queens drag queens never get into this kind of trouble
1: <laughs> so I know. I know. <laughs> we just want the first <laughs> like drag queens are definitely getting themselves into trouble mm. I think
2: actually yeah. Yeah. And if they're not what are they really doing I mean True.
0: Brooklyn and Vanjie are getting into the good kind of trouble. That is just adorable. I love
2: that. I feel like it's cute to see the first like open relationship. I know. I know. And
1: And they seem
0: like they have really good boundaries. Like they, neither one of them is like caretaking the other or like Mm. scheming on the other's behalf or anything like that. I think the
1: show wishes that they could like produce some drama out of it. And they're both just like, I'm playing my own game. This is separate, which is like, oh, way to go, yeah. you two. <laughs> and
0: they make, like, a legitimately good couple. They're like so I, They have, like, a nice contrast to each other. Yeah, like... when
1: they started kissing, I was like, I definitely want to watch them fuck. Oh, like, yeah. in um, and out of drag. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want to hear what kind of, like, uh, oh my what is Banji shouting? What is what is he oh, shouting? Oh during my God. The... What does
1: Banji sound like when he's, when he's fucking?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the other voice. I don't think it's the Banji voice.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, it's a, yeah, get. <laughs>
1: like it's, it's, but no we're saying it's not that like oh, it's really? like it's like a
0: yeah oh, maybe she'll sweet. maybe yes. she'll surprise us you know
1: so. <laughs> all right <laughs> top five queens go um
2: okay and no particular order except for number one okay um number one is always always in forever always yes. The <laughs> yes only my favorite because not just the quips and the the sayings and everything, but I love her tenacity. I love that mm. she ha- is drinking her own Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when you see her live, she's still funny. She's still like good, and she's a great dancer. Great, perf- the performance is like a hundred top ten. Mm-hmm. It doesn't break at all ever. And then I watched the show and I loved it. I was, mm-hmm. It just made me love her even more. And I think yes, the show. The Dancing Queen? Definitely, Yes, yeah, Dancing yeah, yeah. Queen was highly produced, but. There are those genuine moments, mm-hmm. and especially with her family, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I just thought was so great. I was like, Yes, give me more. I'll, I'll watch 10 more. Yeah, segments, I wonder what's please. next. There must be another something. Yeah, they'll do out. another season for sure because everybody binged it, I feel like, in the weekend. Yeah. And yeah. even like, I have this one friend, this cishet male friend, who was like, Who is Elizabeth Edwards? And how have I never heard about her? <laughs> and like, binge watch the whole thing. And his feed on Facebook that entire weekend was nothing but like, Every woman he knew Talking about Alyssa Edwards And him And he loved it It was so great Yeah she's a fucking showstopper. Yeah. stopper It's lo- just I don't know She's always funny And she's always good Like When I saw At first I hadn't really seen The Queens live before So I'm thinking I've just still of never show. seen her She's so funny I and know I need to see her there's her telling jokes and then there's her just being funny and not knowing that she's mm-hmm. being funny. And yeah. I think both of those are pretty
0: great. And yeah. it's char- it, She does that in a way that it's charming yes. and not annoying. Or goofy. Like yeah. And
2: even if she's goofy, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I really like Raven because I like the way Raven paints. And I just, I really do think that she deserved a win. And she's also you. very funny. I loved her episode of the podcast with RuPaul and how just how open she was about it just being drag for her and just being fun. And this is what I do for work. And but I really like to do makeup and I love I love makeup. I love beauty. I love glamour. So to see somebody, I
1: do (laughs) like coin that phrase, please. (laughs) (laughs) I love beauty.
2: I love makeup. I love glamour. I do. I just love it. And to watch somebody like Raven execute is Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, 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 amazing. She this, was one
1: of my favorites I love, too. I,
2: to the she was in the episode. Did you see her in the? Oh yes, shot. I clocked I like, it. I literally, I like, it. yeah. They that gave you so Delta sad. and Raven yeah. last yeah. last one. I, I know like Delta, but not as
1: much. She mm. looked great. Delta always. Does, she always though. looks great. But
0: that's the wig lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that the wig lady? <laughs> <laughs> she makes ruse wigs. Yes, that yes. lady. And then Raven does the makeup. Who was the, the quick yeah, cutaway yeah, yeah, on yeah. the yeah. audience? So cute. Is that the wig lady? Did I say? You didn't sound like that, but just like that is how it sounded in my head. You don't have
2: to weave me. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> go on. Also, to go back to Alyssa, she's also the top, I think she's the lip sync assassin. Every mm-hmm. lip sync that she did on that show, even if she went home, she was amazing. And it's still like always one of the top rated YouTubes, which I do that too. Could I'm you sorry.
0: imagine getting Alyssa Edwards? Brooklyn Heights and Evie Oddly on stage for a mega lip sync.
2: I think Alyssa would put them to shame. Sh-
0: Literally. I don't know the Brooklyn's dancing. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> Dee
1: Dee just cocked her head with a sharp eye.
0: <laughs> that was a head whip. It was, it was. <laughs> It <laughs> was a whiplash.
2: The that was
0: a whiplash disagreement right there.
2: Yeah,
0: Brooklyn's I, dancing though. Brooklyn was upside down in Alyssa a handstand. Right.
2: But Alyssa, the reason why she's a triple threat when it comes to lip singing is she has the dancing. She always knows the words, but she invokes the song. She does. She will, even if her clothes don't match that song, she'll put on something that matches the song. One of my favorites is Nothing Going On But the Rent. I don't even think she won that one, but it was so good. Mm. Like, she looks like a crazy 80s lady Mm -hmm. telling you... Oh,
1: wait, that's when she's in, when she's in, She has the suit and
2: the bousier and the crazy 80s hair. Yes, yes, yes. And she, like, is literally telling you... she literally does the move on the back of the seat. Come on! I remember that
1: one too. Yeah, she loves walking to the back, grabbing yeah. the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then she like does like the hair out yeah. of the face. It's like so good. she
0: she does perform as if she's shooting a music video. Yeah, like, yeah, like every that. Time. They, that there's a close up camera on her face. Yeah, like, yes. She no, yeah, and
2: no Tito no shade. Brooklyn and Evie they did so good, but most of that was their. Tricks. They're, yeah they're yeah. tricks and like pulling out all the steps Alyssa can do all those splits Alyssa can do yeah. I mean she brought the death drop like come on she brought the death drop <gasps> right. you who's heard it queen? Who's,
0: <laughs> who's queen number three oh uh, okay so Alyssa Raven Shangela. I love love Fleur. love Shangela. yeah she she's great and I uh I do remember the end of that season thinking like that should have been. Was done, that All Stars too? Oh yeah, it was stolen from her. Yeah. We watched
1: the ending together, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was quite upsetting. I yeah.
2: definitely <laughs> felt like she deserved it. I don't want to shade Trixie because Trixie is a good performer. She's she's doing what she didn't need Drag Race either. No, but Shayla really. Oh Shayla, that's <laughs> my friend's name. <laughs> <laughs> Shayla doesn't need Drag Race, and neither does Shayla. <laughs> <Chandra. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> But Shangela really doesn't. I feel like it was her jump off, and now if RuPaul ever said, "I'm not doing drag race anymore," one of yeah, these other Shangela oh. yeah. in that seat tomorrow, season twelve, Sh- I'm there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That is that is very I might true. I actually
0: need a break from Ru. <laughs> 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 Truth okay. be told, so. I know, Although I he mean, looked amazing in that black suit with those black gloves and those black boots.
1: I, I was kind of here for that ridiculous look, quite honestly, mm. with the sleeves pushed up. He's the the like a bumblebee
0: Carl Lagerfeld. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a pretty good one. Oh, wow. Thank
2: you. <laughs> I can't wait to see if he goes tomorrow. So the Super Bowl is tomorrow. I'm so excited. Um, the Super Bowl? I'm a Matt Gala.)
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't realize it was tomorrow. Yes, okay. it is
2: camp. And he oh, did the shit. issue of Vogue, so I'm wait, wondering that's the if we Yes. Huh. So all I'm gonna, I can't wait. I'm gonna be by my phone the whole entire.
0: Oh my day. god! I did. I, I
1: forgot that it was camp.
2: Yes.
0: Where it's yes. always at the museum, right? <laughs> no, it's Queen. <great>. Yes. <laughs> or, why don't you go there to the steps to the red carpet? I'll be
2: in Brooklyn working
0: tomorrow, so that's uh, not
2: gonna gosh. happen. Oh yeah, it's Monday. Plus, I can <laughs> see it all on Instagram. And yeah, without, like, all the good pictures,
1: without like you know. Having your back hurt and what just like craning your neck. What
0: was the scandal last year with the bathroom? Celebrities in the bathroom. Was it drugs? There was something going no, on I in the bathroom. I mean, there were
1: celebrities smoking in the bathroom and taking uh, lots of selfies. Maybe that's what it was. It was <gasps> like
0: the instant they, they were hated. Like. The old school people were like, what's with the Instagram, like, influencer vibe here? Like, mm. we're not cheap. Wait,
1: was Rue on the cover of Vogue?
0: She's doing... I don't know if it's the cover for the May
2: issue, but because camp is the theme, Rue will be in the issue. Okay. In drag and out of drag. And I think Rue was trying to get them to bring her to the bowl. So Which they... Absolutely. They should
1: I mean She should be there every year anyway Like are you fucking year, kidding me? Every year but
2: camp Come on You do camp without RuPaul On the red carpet That's kind of dumb But
1: And, and like mm. offensive yeah.
2: Actually Very much that
1: <laughs> And RuPaul Who is just like Doesn't sleep I don't think Cause now she's coming out He's coming out with a talk show So
2: much yeah I'm like Ru I
1: Love you mm. I Vacation You, <laughs> you changed the game Uh I don't want you to permanently leave, but just like, like drop a show, drop a candy bar, like you know. Just, just like, need
2: a
0: break. I need a break. Yeah. It's What's just, the talk show about?
2: It's gonna be like Wendy Williams or some shit. Mm. No, I think it's actually gonna be more like Oprah. I think it's gonna oh. be more like taking up those like self help things and oh, picking up where she kind of left off with the other show. Not so much Super he loves Soul. That. Yeah, he likes that. He so I think that. it'll be.
1: It's all program talk too, well, you know, course, like it's yeah. all like But if I have to hear one more fucking Wizard of Oz analogy, <laughs> I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I, I just stopped listening uh, to the podcast. I was like, if really? you I can't. Aww. I can't cuz it's making it was making me like not like mm, him. Mm-hmm. I'm Michelle is kind of done for me. Like I mm. she doesn't she like triggers me in a way that like my mom triggers me mm-hmm. where I'm just like lady stop talking like you don't, don't really know. mind
2: her and i like them together but i think it's because i like their references and i like when they talk when it's just them too and they're talking about stuff that i get and that i know when yeah. like they're talking about music and stuff sometimes Michelle annoys me but it's usually when she's like stepping over other people's words or yeah. filling in for a guest which i know is kind of her job as a co-host but mm. at the same time i'm like let them just be them and kind of relax but i don't know i know I mean, you know, they're old school yeah. people that have been in the biz for
1: a long time. Mm-hmm. They do know a thing or two, yeah. but they tell you thing two, three, four, and five. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm just like, chill, please yeah. mm-hmm. give me mm-hmm. give me a
2: second. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what are we up to? That was three, I think, right? Chandelier no, Raven. Who yeah. else did I say? Alyssa Chandelier Raven.
1: You know, Matt.
0: There's somebody else.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> he's staring at his fingers. <laughs>
2: You're it's like, okay. You're like, what about the wig, All baby? right, So there's fourth. <laughs> fourth I really love, um, well, one I still follow on Instagram, is uh, Bianca. I love Bianca Delina, Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I think she's really smart. I think yeah. she's super smart. She's a fashion person. She's mm-hmm. worked in
0: costume. And, like, funny as fuck.
2: So funny. So smart. Um, I love her story. And I mm-hmm. liked her on the show. I thought that... She was playing the game, but she was also really kind mm-hmm. when she needed to be. She was really stern when she needed to be. She was mother of the house. Yes. Like and 100%. Yeah. I liked her looks. I like her execution. Um, not much to riff on that. But then um, Monet Exchange. I love Monet. Exchange. Oh, you love Monet. I watch.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: We her. like Monet. I love
1: Monet. I wouldn't put her in my top five, yeah. but I love her.
2: I like her because I like her. I like that she's from New York. And I loved her lip sync. I love... Uh, I mean, the fake I love death the, drop. Oh, my God. So good. I love the outfit. I love the contacts. And I usually hate colored contacts. but so yeah, I love yeah. the contacts. I love her wig. I loved that she snatched off the Pussycat wig to another Pussycat oh, wig. that was iconic. <laughs> I, that was amazing. And then, I don't know. I really feel like she's fun. She is fun. She's having fun with it. She's not taking it super duper seriously and trying to, like, you know...
1: She was far better on All Stars. She like definitely. Yes, yes. Stepped I think
2: she it caught it her late her her judge and like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, really yeah. wanted to go for it. Totally. Um, that's a pretty that's good top it. five. Yeah, that's that's great. a pretty I good top five. I would watch
0: that as a show in itself, the five of them.
3: Yeah, I would <laughs> yes. I have
2: others, but I feel like those are the ones that like, whenever they do anything, I'm there for I follow I think I follow all of them on Instagram except for Raven. I don't know if she has an Instagram anymore. Mm. I think she still does
1: but yeah she doesn't really perform and
2: drag that much right no she's working all the time now
1: um i like i the only one that i really need to discuss is katya and, i
2: love katya but not in your top five honorable mention
1: okay okay
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> i love her and i do love her lip syncs which I re-watch the lip syncs all the time. That's another thing I watch when I'm sad, like, Friday night. I'm like, I've worked so hard. <laughs> like, on one of those, like, 150 shirt days, oh, I, like, fuck. go home... Have my like Chinese suit or whatever take out, and then I just wormhole <laughs> yeah. for their lives. And I get mad if one of them is not on YouTube or like a reaction video instead of the real. Yeah, video. Oh, God, you start to hear yeah. that voiceover, and I'm like, those. fuck you. I don't care what you it. No, think
1: about I just want watch the clip. Right. Um, I'm
0: going to superimpose us over some videos now. <laughs>
2: yes, do it. Well, I, it. I like our voices. Yeah,
0: that's fine. <laughs>
1: I mean, Ka- I love, uh, like I live for, uh, I was actually just watching like episode after episode last <laughs> night in a, in a wormhole. I like that they're like 10 to 12 minutes when I'm just like, I can't think of anything to watch. And yeah. I just like throw on some, uh, and well, it really smart. makes me feel better. Um, I love Katya because she is like so unabashedly bizarre mm. and, uh, subversive mm-hmm. and, I think her style is, like... I love it. ...amazing. Mm. Like, what she, she was wearing last night, like, some, like, amazing, like, chiffon gown and had, like, a great blonde sort of, like, um, I Dream of genie wig, <laughs> but, like, in that, like, big... Piece that's like a braided wrap around the mm-hmm. ponytail. She had eyeballs. Oh my god! Just like weird eyeballs, <laughs> like all inside of it, or where she has like some weird like baby hand just like on the top of her head, or like I just those bizarre little details. And I think she might have gone to Mass Art. She did she do mass art I, yes she did mass art I think so. she and, talked about it and like i did which like you know she's a real freak because she majored in performance art
2: she did the program where you make your own program yeah. which i always loved those kids because i was like why i wouldn't even go to class i wouldn't do anything no. but they are so hard on those kids too like I'm i had sure. one friend who did that program and his was music and lights and like he be, is a dj now and does gigs in brazil and like all over the world That's cool. right so He's using his degree yeah um kids but I go feel like to art school she,
1: i feel like she <laughs> they lie. Kids can have you careers will, from art school you will,
2: you will use that degree
1: um but i feel like that like knowing that about her and that she probably made like she's talked about on all like these like weird art school videos mm-hmm. that she would make like bizarre <laughs> performance art videos and i'm like this is like her realized like Mm -hmm. she is making all these bizarre videos in this character Katya but like not not really by anybody else's rules but herself and I just love that she's like makes so much fun of like being gross and old and a (laughs) drug addict and like all of these taboo things but she's like smart and quick and like her
2: verse is my favorite verse on the riji rochu remix oh i gotta re-listen to it oh my god i it's so good but hers is the one that i like to listen to like i listened up until that and then i turned it off
0: Is this one of the, like, sketches on the show? Like, challenges?
2: It's one of, yes. It's like one of those songs. It's a Rue song, but yeah, he yeah. makes them write like, the their verses. own thing. Yes. Yeah. I actually think it's one of the only ones
0: worth buying and listening to, but. So you have that on, like, your iTunes. Like, you have it on a playlist somewhere? I'm teen Android. Yes. I have
2: it on my Google Play list. Yes. Like, no, no judgment.
0: I. <laughs> I probably think wants I'm, to talk to you after we yeah, get off I'm, of the podcast. I'm going to make that switch. I think Apple's <laughs> fucking bullshit, so.
2: I just didn't like how much space um, Apple Music took up on my phone, and I know that they have like all the DJs and people that I actually want to hear their content, but I felt like for the same price, I can do the same thing on Google, and then I don't have to waste as much space. Like, Google separates it for you. Yeah.
0: Cool.
1: Well, guys, that was a great... (laughs) (laughs) I blame him. Oh, no. (laughs) Is that the wig lady?
0: No, is that the wig lady? (laughs) Uh, Guys, you know what? We need to wind this down. No, we
1: absolutely (laughs) do. But that is the title of this episode. (laughs) Oh my God! No, who cares about the wig lady? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) who
2: cares?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Another Didi, it was so great to have you on. Glad that you
2: did. Thank you. Thank you for
1: coming. You're amazing. Giving us all of your amazing information and (laughs) opinions on all things entertainment yeah
0: i am i'm so grateful every time i meet somebody who spends so much time in the daytime with ross and helps keep her sane and uh keeps her happy i hear so many stories about you and all the other wonderful people (laughs) that she works with so thank you so much for coming and it's great to get to know you a little more
2: Woo. Hopefully you can return the favor and be on my podcast Yes, yes. I do it again. We're, we're looking to be on other people's podcasts yeah, so. okay. <laughs> Our,
0: our door is always open uh, <laughs> To enter your door yes. And be yes. on your podcast can
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Alright thank you so much
2: Thank you Bye. Bye. Bye
1: Maybe that's the ending It's me being like Bang
3: Bang Bang, bang, bang. <laughs>